guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I am one of your hosts, my name is Kirk Smith, and I have a co-host here... Graham K. Boom! I'm back, baby! We're back in the coronavirus slash protest timeline here. If you're listening to this in the year 2050, that's what's going on right now. It's mm-hmm. a major social upheaval, but for good. For good, I'm hoping. For good. For good. This is your comedian's guide to autism. I have a severely autistic son named JJ, who is now 21, sweet boy, and Graham, tell us about your brother. My brother just turned 36. He's my little brother. That means I'm old. Very scary that he's already (laughs) 36. I still think of him as a little boy. Um, He is middle-of-the-road functioning, just enough to live on his own, but that's, that's Pete. He was living on his own up until the virus came, and then uh, he, he moved home, and he, he's enjoying mom's sweet, sweet cooking. Yeah, he's having a good time. They, uh, he had his birthday, and then he got a bunch of presents, obviously. They, uh, my parents bought him a bunch of uh, like, like model railroad stuff, little tiny plastic like houses and churches and um, little cars and stuff. They're like... My parents were like, damn near 200 bucks on a bunch of plastic houses. (laughs) 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 And then then, uh, I got him. He wanted model railroad magazines from me, so I got him that. ordered them on Amazon, shipped them to the house. I I just have the visual of him like in a conductor's hat and overalls reading those magazines on the toilet, just like leafing through, see what they got. 100%. What did they got this week? (laughs) But yeah, I'm sure... I'm I'm almost positive he's done that minus the overalls. Just replace overalls with Spider-Man T-shirt and uh, <laughs> oversized jeans. Because him and your dad wear the hats, right? They've got the matching hats. They wear they have matching conductor's hats. They go to the basement and uh, play with the Mall Railroad. And uh, I, oh, my brother, I know he's he, I don't know what he's doing, but he he can't be this big right now. But he went to the store to buy new jeans. And he said he got size 42 jeans, like waist. Okay. There's no, like, I'm a 34. I'm sure he's a 38. But he just was like, they're fine. And he didn't try them on. And I know he's wearing MC Hammer pants, MC Hammer jeans. <laughs> Does he wear a belt or suspenders? Well, he has suspenders to. for JJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he wears a belt. And I he winches it up. And then there's just, like, just... A bunch of material folded over in the jean, okay. the oversized jean, mm-hmm. like usually around the crotch, and it f- and it sort of sags down. You know, you can see part he's, of his uh, underwear he, in between the belt and the jean. He's ready if if if, if Run DMC comes back, he's ready. He's ready, <laughs> crisscross. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's got that going on, uh, and then I I I got him like one of those Star Wars toys. I always get them on eBay that are vintage or whatever, and it took a long time. So it came today, and I got an email nice. today, and he's very, very excited, and he promises that next time he goes home, he, 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 he opened it up, and he was upset at himself for opening up the present because he has to, he, can only, he should only open it up at home so he can place it on the shelf, the Star Wars okay. shelf. So um, he's excited to go home, put on the shelf. I told him to take a picture with his phone and email it to me. I don't know if he knows how to do that, but we're going to find out. He said uh, he said he would do it. So I like it. I'm uh, 
I'm in a weird place with JJ where his he was in high school. They extended his high school. Uh, they allowed him to stay two more years, three more years, three more years. Right. And when? Um, what's that? Three years ago or just now? Three years ago. Okay. Yeah, when he turned 18, he was supposed to have graduated. And then they, they allowed him to stay three more years. And it was a big deal because he was going to stay two. And then he stayed an extra year. And so he just graduated. And uh, I have on my Instagram, you can see him with a little Swedish hat. They do, uh, in Sweden, they do these like little, look like little sailor hats. It looks like, uh, like uh, instead of doing the, the, the black tassel mm-hmm. thing with the square, mm-hmm. they do, a, which I don't know what the word is for that. There's a word, but I don't. Uh, yeah, I forget. They do these sailor hats. You can see it on my Instagram. And uh, so the latest thing we're trying to do is there is a job center that's looking for jobs for him. So we're trying to find him a job. Problem is. Corona. So nobody's really hired. Nobody's really looking to interview and yeah. for any jobs. So, and, and, and the, uh, the special ed ones are sometimes, you know, an afterthought. And so, uh, there's nothing right now. So me and one of his aides, he has half a dozen aides that switch out. There's a rotation that they, they, they go through and, and some are, some are better than others, obviously like any sort of job. Mm-hmm. And, um, she would like to get him a car because of liability reasons, and most of the aides don't have their own car. It's, it's uh, Sweden. A lot of people use public transportation. problem is he doesn't do super great on public transportation. It's very unpredictable, especially if you have an aide who's smaller than him. But he really likes the car. He'll get in the car. Mm-hmm. It's like if you take him to somewhere, he might not get out at the, at the arrived at location, mm-hmm. but he will. Who cares? Like if you take him to the lake and he just sits in the car that's fine. You know, that's, he's safe. And it's like, he's yeah. a, he's a big boy. So he can see the lake. Uh, yeah. You can see the lake from the car. Mm-hmm. So, or you want to take him to, and especially now he's got no job and no school. So we're trying to figure out like me and you. <laughs> and like us, he's probably sitting shirtless looking at his screen. Yeah, we're both uh, FaceTiming each other right now. Shirtless, by the way, audience, <laughs> it's too hot. And I've got my air on, but I had to turn it off for this. So I'm like, it's going to be too hot. So, uh, but yeah, we are shirtless. It's a very, very sexy podcast. If you're into dad bods, at least that's what I've got. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway. we, have, we have, you know, we don't have full dad bods. We have used to work out bods. <laughs> We've got, uh, you can see that we used bods. to be in shape. Yeah. You can see that there's kind of abs, but they're hiding under a little bit of fat. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. My case. <laughs> so well, it's kind of a hint of an ab there. there yeah. Go. If I twist like this, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so he is, uh, so, he's jobless. So we're trying to get him a car. So that's my You're new project. You're going to buy him a car, and he's obviously not going to drive the car. He's nonverbal. Who's going to take care of who's going to drive the car for him? He needs a chauffeur. Well, the plan is, yeah, we're trying, to fig- we're trying to get this approved. But the plan would be I buy the car, and then, you know, we're talking about an old Saab or something, an older car. Yeah. And, and we leave it there for the home, and then... The home pays for the gas and the insurance, and the ladies who have a license can take them out. And the ladies who can't, or, or men, there's a couple of men who watch them too, the people who watch them. So if they have a license and it's a Saturday and they want to take them out around town, take them out. And if they want to do it, you know. So that's a new plan. But it would be for the home too because there's other kids. There's seven people living there now. And so if they wanted to use it, that's fine. I don't care. You know, just don't crash it. But, uh, yeah, if, if the home does the insurance, I think it's a good plan. I think it's a great plan. I mean, is, is it, how much is that going to, are you going to be able to, I mean, it's buying a car is a lot of money. 
Uh, I think I go for three grand. I looked online. We're talking about you know a piece of crap car. Just yeah, uh, but sorry, piece of garbage. What car. happens if Just it breaks like, down? Well, then we'd uh, come up with Plan B: get some money to fix the car. Right, I got you. <laughs> well, that's good. No, but uh, so, so he's like not going to have a job. But is he going to have a place to stay, Kirk? Is he still going to be yes. able to stay there? He's still fine where he's at. He loves that little place. Uh, he should. It sounds fantastic. I think I'd love to live there. His, its apartment's bigger than mine. I'll tell you that. Oh, I, <laughs> I hope. I hope to God it would be abuse if it wasn't. <laughs> it probably would. Yeah. <laughs> That's not healthy. And Tell me about it. I know. This is how I live. Both your places, but both your place and his place don't have drywall. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. But, uh, Kirk has a nice brick wall. and uh, very, It's very New York. JJ very New York. ripped off all of his drywall, if you don't remember. He's very industrious. Yes. He's very curious. So he'll rip everything out to see what's underneath. And what's the floor? Is the so. floor still cement? It's floor cement now, incredibly, it's this like melted laminate cement combo, plasticky. Yeah, I know the thing. It's shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Impossible to get off. <laughs> He's tried. You can see little edges where somebody's picked at it a little bit, but it's so far it's proven too hard to get off the ground. So Great. So that's the newest plan. So um, hopefully stand-up comes back soon. Or I'll get a job as a mover or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's a lot of people moving out to New York, so it's a busy, busy time. <laughs> yeah, everyone's leaving, right? It's a lot. The, no, Everybody who couldn't move in March, April, and May are moving this month. So I have some friends who are movers that said June's been the busiest month they've had in years. Years. So. Wow. Yeah, no, we need, we need comedy to come back. That's for sure. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, let's get those. Uh, Let's get those. By the way, I am in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I guess I can start promoting this. June 27th, uh, sorry, Fort Worth, Texas, at Hyenas downtown on 3rd Street, or Houston Street, right downtown, Houston Street, right downtown in uh, downtown Fort Worth, one of the original clubs in Dallas, uh, cool. sorry, in Texas. Two shows Saturday. It's That's in Fort club. Worth? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's in Fort Worth. Hyenas is a little chain, so they've got a Fort Worth and a Dallas, and they're, they're different. The Dallas people... The Fort Worth is the original, and that crowd is hot, or it used to be, till <laughs> but I don't know what yeah. it's like now. <laughs> One of my favorite and first dirty jokes that I understood was from Looney Tunes, Foghorn Leghorn, when uh, he's that giant turkey. And okay, hold on. Do we need to bleep this or no? No, no. It's on Looney Tunes. Okay. It's a children's cartoon. Okay, got it. And sure. It's a cartoon, and he's like... You know that he's like, there's always that little tiny uh, chicken with the bonnet, the blue bonnet that was always hitting on yeah, the, and he goes, yeah, he, the chicken, chicken thing, whatever it's called. Yeah. Chicken hawk. No, the chicken hawk always tried to fight him, but the little, there was yeah. like a woman anyway. And then, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, well, she was always like trying to hit on him and stuff, but he was always rejecting her. And then, so he finishes rejecting her and then he walks away and he, he turns to the camera and he goes, that girl reminds me of the highway between Fort Worth and Dallas. No curves. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. And he goes like with his little feathers, he makes like little curves. Like that is a. Uh, what is that? 360 or is it 183? I can't remember. Or is it 30? I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe 30. I don't know. So he's going to have a car. Jay's going to have a car. He's going to drive around Sweden in the summer. He's going to have a little chauffeur. And I think it's a good plan. I think it's a great plan. And the other uh, people, the other residences, 
can use it. I think it's great. Yeah. And it's a tax write-off. Is it? Because it's a, a is it? charitable donation. I don't think it's a tax write-off. No, nah, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> I don't know. It My son's not a charity. Well, the other, pe- the other people use it. I know, but I would have to give it to some organ. Anyway, do- no, right. that's not going to. All right. All right, whatever. All right. <laughs> I like the thought. Well, you should probably like shouldn't thought. take advice from me. Uh, I'm in a studio apartment. <laughs> don't take shirtless. tax advice from somebody not wearing a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Never take tax advice from a guy holding a microphone not wearing a shirt. If you can see his chest hair, nipples, don't listen to what he has to say about taxes. Give me your 1040. Oh, boy, that's enough. Okay, we just moved the camera in a very bad position. There's a lot of flexing going on. Uh, he's showing me his ones and twos. That's why we call him DJ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Old joke, old joke. So uh, uh, we got we gotta I'd love to go over there and buy that in July if it opens. If not, I'm going to try to send the cash to a cousin of mine to have him do it. Okay. Yeah, you must miss him. When's the last time you saw him? January, and it's driving me bananas. Oh, man, I'm I sorry. I feel like such a terrible dad. Uh, this weekend's Father's Day. It is, if yeah. If I remember right. Sunday. And, um, Sunday, usually, yeah. So we'll see. I'll probably give him a little ring ding, and he'll cross his arms and ignore me, and I'll blow him a kiss, and it'll be like normal Father's Day. So it's uh, exciting <laughs> times. <laughs> he's improving, though. Yeah, he's doing great. He's doing great. He's, he's paying more attention, right, on the phone than he was like a year ago. Uh, that he was five years ago for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's more engaged. He's more engaged. for How sure. old is he turning? 21? He's 21 this year. He'll be 22 in December. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Boy, oh boy. Should we do it in the news? Let's do it in the news. Yeah. This is one is, uh, we touched upon it a couple years ago. This is an updated article. I of course had no memory of it. And you, <laughs> you were like, I was like, this one is great. This article's great. And you're like, yeah, we kind of talked about it three years ago. I was like, okay, if you say so. You're like, how do you remember that? I'm like, because I talked about it. I remember what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read it? Want me to read it? Uh, I can read it. All right. Go ahead. I can get on the horse here. Yeah, this is a good article. Here we go. Oops. I have the wrong one loaded. Gosh. This is why... <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Here we go. Two shirtless men doing a podcast. (laughs) Okay, here we go. This one is from spectrumnews.org, our old friend. And the title is, People with Autism May Smell Songs or Hear Colors by Tessa Van Lumen and Rob Van Leer. Leer, sorry. (laughs) Uh, Sounds like a Swedish uh, pop band. Van Lumen and Leer. Van Lumen and Van Leer. I think when you say it like that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Van Leer is actually a professor at Radboud University. And uh, Tessa is a proc... A a post... Sorry. uh, Jeez. A postdoctoral researcher at Radboud University. I'm going to... I don't know where that is, but I think it has... It's somewhere... Um, around Sweden. Um, have you, it starts with, have you ever considered what your favorite piece of music tastes like or the color of Tuesday? If the answer is yes, you might be a synesthet. For people with synesthesia, 
Ordinary sensory events such as listening to music or reading text elicit experiences involving other senses such as perceiving a taste or seeing a color. Synesthesia. I see why you made me you, uh, read this article. There's a lot of <laughs> toughies in here. Um, you probably read the names uh, and you're like, I can't do this. So, I, like, I don't need any Dutch names that sound yeah, Swedish. I'm out. They're definitely Dutch, yeah. Synesthesia is not to be confused with common metaphors, such as saying someone sees red or, uh, or to describe anger. Instead, synesthesia associations are perceptual, highly specific, and idiosyncratic, and typically stable beginning in childhood. And many types exist. A taste can have a shape. A word can have a color. And months of the year may be experienced as an array around the body. In the general population, the phenomenon is relatively rare. Only 2 to 4% of people have it. But as m that's a lot, actually. But as much as 20% of people with autism experience synesthesia. Huh. Why would two relatively rare conditions occur together so often? Over the past few years, researchers have found that people with synesthesia or autism share many characteristics. Synesthesia often has sensory sensitivity sensitives yeah sensitivities excuse me with attention uh, differences as well as other autism traits the two conditions also share brain connectivity patterns and possibly genes suggesting that they have common biological underpinnings many questions remain what is the relationship between synesthesia and specific autism traits does synesthesia contribute to feelings of sensory overload in autism? Are autistic individuals who experience synesthesia aware of their unusual perceptual experience? Studying an overlap between synesthesia and autism could help answer these questions and refine hypotheses about the biological basis of both conditions. One of the first clues that autism and synesthesia may be related came in 2007 when researchers published a case study of the autistic savant with synesthesia named Daniel Tammet. Tammet sees numbers in color uh, with textures and shapes and has extraordinary recall. In 2004, he recited 22,414 digits of pi from memory. That's a lot, Kirk. It's a lot for me. How many can you do? I don't know if I could. Three. <laughs> yeah. I can I can do three one four same same three one four that's it I got it bye bye I'm going to bed now um, also uh, not, side note I don't think I've said synesthesia once properly but here we go um, this case I'm just glad you're doing it better you than me sweet cheeks <laughs> this case and others inspired more formal inquiries into the possible overlap between the two conditions at the same time researchers began looking closely at altered sensory processing in people with autism. In 2013, sensory uh, alterations appeared as a new autism criterion in the newly minted fifth edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. That same year, two research teams reported an increased occurrence of synesthesia in people with autism. To date, there are no studies on the uh, converse. The prevalence of autism among synesthetes 
However, researchers, uh, researchers have found that some autism traits are unusually common among synesthetes. Jeez. In several studies, researchers have used a questionnaire called the Autism Quotient to assess autism traits, such as an enhanced attention to detail or communication problems. Uh, communication problems. Okay, I'm having some. Uh, in synesthetes. colors? You still see colors? <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing red. Uh, synesthetes <laughs> and controls. Synesthetes consistently score higher than controls on measures of attention to detail, uh, but their scores on social and communication skills vary. Okay, well, I'm the opposite. I have zero detail, but I can talk to people. Uh, similarly, uh, synesthetes score higher in controls on the Glasgow Sensory Questionnaire, which assesses uh, sensitivity to sensory stimulation. Together, the, f the findings suggest that autism and synesthesia overlap more in perceptual and sensory domains than in social ones. Researchers have found that parallels between the two conditions involving perception, um, autistic individuals tend to for, uh, focus on details over, gl over global patterns in a scene or image. For instance, they often perform well on a task that requires uh, searching for a small shape with a large complex figure. In two studies, thinnesites similarly outperform controls in the type of task. And in one of the studies, researchers noted that strong attention to visual details among people with synesthesia. Like autistic people, those with synesthesia tend to have uh, trouble seeing patterns of motion. For instance, they may not always be able to see which way a group of dots is moving if, if some of the dots move randomly. In 2019 study of 49 people with synesthesia 50 and 50 controls, our team showed that people with synesthesia need a higher percentage of dots moving in sync than controls do to detect the dots. Overall, direction of motion. Um, here we go. Final bit here. Okay. The similarities are not just necessary. Or sorry, are not just sensory. In 2018, researchers reported that the more types of synesthesia in person has auditory, visual, tactile. The higher that person's score on a test of overall uh, autism traits. Uh, okay. In the general population, scores... <laughs> <laughs> Let me read that again. I said <laughs> my, my tenses were all off. The similarities, similarities are not just sensory. In 2018, researchers reported that in that, that the more types of synesthesia a person has auditory, visual, and tactile, the higher that person's score on a test of overall autism traits. Okay. In the general population, scores on tests for synesthesia are correlated with those for autism traits. What, it, what is more, as, as the early case <laughs> studies suggest, <laughs> synesthesia is associated with savant skills in autism, say exceptional abilities in music, math, art, and language. Autism and synesthesia may be rooted in similar biology. Both conditions are sometimes associated with greater local connectivity, communications with a brain area or between nearby brain areas, than global connectivity or communication between distant brain paths, parts. In an unpublished study of twins, a, re uh, a research team including one of us, Van Leeuwen, 
found the connection between autism and synesthesia to be primarily determined by genetic rather than environmental factors. Although no one has pinpointed specific genes common to both conditions. At the same time, since th uh, synesthetic experience may contribute to the sensory alterations that affect daily life for individuals with autism. To develop treatments for sensory issues in autism, we need to identify autistic synesthetes and study them. Spreading the word and synesthesia is relatively common in autism, may that it is relatively common in autism, may empower more autistic people to self-identify as synesthetes. All people with autism who can do so should take a synesthesia test online or better understand their own sensory issues and abilities. Growing knowledge of the overlap is likely to lead to insights that could improve the lives of autistic people, whether or not they experience um, a crossing of their senses. Um, what do you think, Kirk? I like the. I think the. I think the. The paragraph that hits on the head is communication within a brain area or between nearby brain areas, uh, rather than global connectivity or communication between distant parts. That's the, the associated with uh, the connection of the uh, of the biology between autism and synesthesia. That's the part I like. If you want to take that test, by the way, it is at uh, synesthete dot dot org. You can find out more about the test there. That is S Y N E S T H E T E dot org. Synesthete dot org. Okay. Well, um, I like it. Yeah. I don't think my brother experiences any of that at all, but he is not close to being a savant. He I'd love to ask JJ, but. Uh yeah, I don't know. One of the articles we did, or one of the interviews we did when when you were out, uh, was the interview that Jill did with the the the, the Asian lady uh, who talked about her daughter not picking up music until she was like older. You know, like I think if I remember at thirteen, so long time listeners will know. Sometimes that savant stuff comes on later, so it's it's very interesting, very weird. Yeah, I don't know. the brain's always the the brain the brain developing until the person is twenty four, right? So. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, well, mine's already started it. falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reading proved it. Yeah. <laughs> I like good colors and all. <laughs> Better you than me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, um, I, I don't know. I, I'd be interested. I want to take that test. I'm definitely not a savant. I know that. But I know that... Um, I I can't I have trouble with faces but when I hear music I feel stuff. I don't know if that means makes makes any I'm probably just dumb. Uh that's probably <laughs> it. <laughs> Not that if you have well, this you're dumb. You're you're smart and special. I'm I'm just uh, Yeah, I think uh yeah. I think the music uh is supposed to evoke emotion. I think that makes sense. Right, right, right. Well, I can't I can't hear lyrics. Um, I don't know the lyrics I to any song. I've never heard a lyric in my life. When it talked about you being distracted, I was just flexing in front of the FaceTime to see if you were paying attention. I saw. <laughs> but I was a pro. I muscled through it. So there you uh, go. Guys, you can donate guys, at patreon.com uh, slash 
Autastic, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Autastic. Uh, donate a dollar per show um, if you can. I know we know times are hard. No pressure there. But uh, for free, you can always like and subscribe and uh, write a positive review on iTunes. That definitely helps us a lot. That's a free way to help. We would appreciate it. Um, I my I did I wasn't on the podcast the last two weeks because I spilled water on my laptop, which <laughs> is uh, if you spilling water on your laptop is sort of like being um, in the middle of the ocean on a life raft and taking your last flare and shooting it at your head, um, <laughs> shooting it straight into your own skull. So uh, I uh, muscling through, muscling through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but now guys, but the battery doesn't work, so it only works when it's plugged in. The guy didn't know how to fix the battery, so basically, um, I don't. I have, I have a when your laptop the battery doesn't work. You, you just it just it, it, now I just own a very tiny desktop. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the inconvenience of not being able to move it, but also too small to type on. Yep. You have it all. Perfect. You have it all. Yep. I have back problems now because it's too small to type on and uh, small screen, not portable. Perfect. So no, I get it. Patreon.com slash autistic, everybody. <laughs> and uh, I'm at uh, Kirk Smith Comedy on all platforms and Kirk Smith is at Instagram K on Instagram and Mr. Graham K on Twitter. Check out that JJ, that picture of JJ and that little hat. I think you'll, I think you'll like it. Guys. Very cute. Have a great week. You can do it. <laughs>